Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about Half a Loaf of Kung Fu. This came out in 1978, directed by Chi Hua Chen. Written by Jackie Chan and Ming-Chi Tang. Starring, of course, Jackie Chan, Chun Er Lung, and Cheng Lan Chin. In this movie, a young man possesses a... Uh, poses, I should say. A uh, young man poses as the Whip King. And collects the reward for a bandit he has seen killed by the famous bounty hunter. He must now learn Kung Fu... If he is to live up to the to this new persona and conquer the enemies he has inherent, inherited. Which, like, the premise or the, the plot summary for this, definitely more compelling than the actual movie. I mean, it's not that it's wrong. It is definitely accurate. But uh, this movie I have some issues with. It is early Jackie Chan, kind of before he figured out the algorithm to combining kung fu and comedy but uh yeah uh the the story isn't quite as compelling in the execution Let's just say I, I like the way this movie ended uh more than i like the way it began uh just wish it didn't take as long to get to the part of this movie that i actually liked uh but i do like seeing early jackie chan that is the purpose for this review as the purpose for the reviews that I will be doing, going back to watch early Jackie Chan films, also going back to watch early Michelle Yeoh films, uh, inspired by watching all of the Police Story films, including Police Story 3, Super Cop, where both of them are featured and work together, and uh, wanting to go back and see both of their earlier works that I haven't seen before, which are available on the Criterion channel where I watch this one. Um, so I do appreciate being able to see early Jackie Chan, see kind of the early days where he was still figuring things out, you know, and in this, he definitely leans more into the goofy, cheesy comedy, very little good fights. There are good fights. Thankfully, it does get good at the end, but it takes a long time to get there. Uh, and in many ways, kind of an origin story for Jackie's career, uh, seeing what he made before he figured out the algorithm of comedy kung fu. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> there are moments that have a bit of Laurel and Hardy, which I am a fan of Laurel and Hardy. Uh, a bit of Three Stooges, never was really a big Three Stooges fan. Uh, there's a little Popeye sprinkled in there, uh, but a lot of slapstick and fart humor in this movie which i'm not opposed to slapstick i am not opposed to fart humor 
but it has to be like the execution is crucial, right? Like I like Laurel and Hardy, but there's a reason why, how Laurel and Hardy, they play off each other. Well, in this movie, it's just Jackie Chan being Laurel and then the kind of the Hardy guy, at least in the one scene where the kind of made me think of that wasn't really a great Hardy where I would love to see Jackie Chan do more of a Laurel and be paired up with somebody who was a better Hardy and do a, a Kung Fu movie. Maybe one of his early movies is more like that. I wouldn't be surprised as being paired up with somebody is kind of uh, a signature for a lot of Jackie Chan movies. Uh, this movie, the, the kind of the message of this movie is kind of illustrating the power of the, of written knowledge. Uh, very similar in ways to Daniel LaRusso from the Karate Kid. Uh, although he may disagree with how much uh, you can actually learn martial arts, uh, from reading descriptions of it as, uh, it didn't help him out much. Uh, he needed to have an actual training montage with somebody who to show him. Uh, versus this movie, uh, Jackie Chan's character is really learning everything from things that are written down and passed to him. For the most part. At least everything that was effective that he uses and learns. Uh, <clears throat> and towards the end, there are some great Jackie Chan comedic kung fu moments where he actually does learn to fight. So I kind of enjoy that. Uh, one of which is the power of the one mighty finger, which is a great, you know, uh, the middle finger being uh, the the move of showing somebody the middle finger uh, as the as called the power of the mighty finger. I enjoy that. But as, f as far as, like, how it's executed, I think it's a little bit too little too late as far as the stuff that I enjoyed in this movie. There was a lot to get through before I started enjoying this movie. Um, but I do want to get into spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled on this movie that I'm sure many people haven't seen... Uh, but if you don't mind spoilers, I, I wouldn't say this is a movie that would be ruined by spoilers, but I will be talking about specifics, and, uh, you know, this this is the warning for that. Um, so I'll start off with stuff that I didn't like, right? Because that's kind of the bulk of this, of, of my thoughts on this movie. I mostly didn't like this movie. And it starts with the er, the credit scene. The beginning, opening credit scene. Before the movie starts, there's opening credits. And in the opening credits, it is different like skits of Jackie dressed up in different costumes, playing different characters, being very silly. Kind of definitely sets the tone of the movie, but has nothing to do with the movie as far as I am aware of and it's just it's just like very 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 goofy and almost like art house comedy goofy in a like a weird way it's like so goofy and filmed in such a way it is kind of beautiful in in some weird way um and as its own piece i could see being like as a, a an art house comedy short film thing okay 
that's pretty amazing. But as far as just the opening to this movie, very strange. Uh, not a big fan of it. Um, and there are a lot of goofy fights. In the majority of these fights, Jackie Chan doesn't know how to fight. And is very bad at fighting. And in those moments, it is very goofy and very silly and very tongue-in-cheek. Um, and it just sucks watching a movie where Jackie plays a character that can't fight for the majority of the movie. But it starts with him. He wants to get, like, a jo- trying to get a job, trying to get a work, right? Tries to get a job as, like, a, a home security guy. And, of course, he doesn't know how to fight, so that doesn't last long. Uh, then he goes to sign up to be uh, an errand boy. Gets in, like, an egg fight with a guy, which is kind of the moment that felt kind of Laurel and Hardy-ish, where he's just throwing eggs at this guy. Like, I don't know how many eggs they wasted for this scene. But it's just like, it's not as fun to watch because Jackie doesn't know how to fight. So it's just like, you know, and the comedy is kind of annoying. Like in the first Drunken Master movie, when he's in class and he's making fun of the teacher, it is kind of like, he's not likable likeable funny. He's kind of annoying funny. And that's the kind of vibe at the early part of this movie let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention Attention, all ray Ray taylor Taylor show Show fans fans. we're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. You know, and I do love Laurel and Hardy. I do love kind of that essence of Laurel, Stan Laurel coming through in Jackie Chan in this moment, but it doesn't work without the other half of that duo being there to, it just didn't work. Right. It's a tricky balance that I don't think he was able to get, but it's like clear that he loves those kinds of comedic slapstick actors from the past. And it, it shines through in these movies but I just don't think he was able to pull it off. Uh, there's a moment where there's like this ambush that happens. And kind of a bunch of people that aren't major parts of the story kind of show up. Right. Jackie isn't even fighting in this in this scene. But it's due to the person that he's pretending to be. So he's he's kind of the he's the 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 um, the the result of all this stuff is because of him. Like, he's the catalyst for all this stuff happening, for these wars that are being started because he's pretending to be this well-known master. There were some interesting things in this movie. But they were all in the background, which was kind of a bummer. There's a lot of interesting characters and things happening that aren't the main focus. right? It would be almost like if you were to do a... Uh, like the Matrix movies, but you're focusing the entire story 
on some side character that doesn't know how to do anything the entire time and then in the background it's like oh neo that's cool and then oh morpheus but you never actually see like maybe you see a fight scene but then the rest of the story is back to this character that means nothing that's kind of what this movie felt like in a lot of ways um like at the beginning there's this witch that lives in a house that has snakes uh when he's gets hired to be an errand boy but immediately gets chased out because he eats food that he's not supposed to but like interesting like i would love to see a movie about this woman who's a witch who has snakes and has this house and what happens there and all that but we only get a little moment of it uh we have the sister of the whip master kind of confronts him for stealing his identity but we don't really get to know much about her um a lot of fights with side characters um that aren't the main character but that they actually do know how to fight so instead of like because jackie's character doesn't know what i fight they have to fill the movie with a bunch of side characters that we don't get to know that are fighting that's why i said it was like the matrix like, like we see cool fights but we don't get to hang out with those characters at all we don't get to know anything about those characters and like i wish they at least did more to set up those characters so at least was more invested in the fights that i saw them in instead of just being like the substitute for our main character not being able to fight it really does feel like almost like a superhero movie like all of these side characters that know how to fight and kind of show up and do their thing and then they kind of disappear right it feels like all of these characters probably exist in other hong kong kung fu movies like they're all well-known like characters like you know fei hung as drunken master is kind of a folk hero like all these people could be different heroes folk heroes that are a lot of stories told about each of them separately in other movies so maybe if i had seen all of those movies and done the quote-unquote homework i would have loved to see them it's like oh that's the sister of the whip king cool she's in this movie oh it's the it's the the beg the old beggar guy oh cool so he's in this movie for but it's like they're all just barely in it for any oh it's like oh it's the witch with the snakes cool she's in this movie like all of these people that are basically just doing cameos which we didn't know all their backstories then it just it feels like how it felt for me watching this movie like uh, I, there was homework i needed to do i don't understand why i'm supposed to care about all these people that are coming in and fighting and then leaving so that was a bummer but there are interesting aspects to it. The overall main plot is interesting, right? He, he stumbles upon the Whip King collect, like fighting somebody to collect a bounty, right? He's a bounty hunter fighting a criminal, kind of gets distracted by Jackie, ends up knocking the criminal out, but in, the, in that process, getting poisoned and dying. So Jackie takes his identity because the guy he knocked out has a bounty on him so and jackie wants to collect the bounty obviously his character's name isn't jackie but bear with me i, I refer to jackie chan as jackie chan in every jackie chan movie i don't care about I, I think i did a better job when i was talking about drunken master but you know 
let's be real. We're watching this for Jackie Chan. So it's interesting that he, you know, takes this guy's identity and this guy who's a master and Jackie doesn't know anything. So he's kind of like fake it till he makes it, trying to learn, desperate to learn how to fight so that he can, you know, well, one, protect himself, but two, also, you know, kind of flesh out this lie that he's telling everybody. So it's an interesting kind of a premise. And then by the end, right, nobody believes him. He doesn't convince anybody, obviously, because he can't fight. But then by the end, he can fight. All from reading. He just, like, doesn't get any one-on-one training except for one guy, the farting beggar guy that tr- teaches them the, power, the, mighty, the mighty finger and, like, one other thing. Everything else he read off of paper. Like this master that's going to teach him instead tells him to go find somebody else to teach him and then like gives him random pamphlets throughout. It's like, here, here's secrets. Read it. It's like, I did. And then there's like kind of a montage where he's like looking at the stuff and then practicing in a courtyard and then looking at the stuff. So like kind of a training montage. But I don't like the fact that he all of a sudden learns how to be a great fighter by the end is not set up through the like he is not like if this movie was at least a progression like where it started and he doesn't know how to fight. And then each time there is a somebody, a random person coming into the story and he's kind of confronted with another opportunity to fight like if he slowly was learning and putting things together and by the end he kind of was able then it would have made more sense but it's just like oh i can't fight and then all of a sudden oh he can fight it's kind of a bummer and he had different teachers right kind of trying to get the older beggar guy to teach him kung fu right but then he leaves he's like go to this guy and he'll teach you and wear my necklace he'll know he'll know to spot you through this necklace but don't tell him about me. And if you ever need me, I'll just show up. So he goes and finds this guy. And the guy doesn't really teach him. He, there's this other beggar guy that farts a lot. And he kind of teaches him a couple moves. But they are kind of like fake moves. Like he's just tricking him to get money or whatever. Right? It's the mighty finger and then the, the blocking move. Like learn two, two moves. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote... Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you You'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. And then, the, then most of the training is through these papers that he's given that tell him names. 
and see, seeing him look at it and then going over practicing it. And even in the final battle, his people hand him papers. And then he does one like on his hands. He's like, oh, he must have read it upside down. So it is kind of funny, but it just doesn't the progression of it doesn't work. But as far as like, you know, there's stuff I didn't like. There's stuff that was interesting that I wish was better. The whole aspect of like having many teachers, interesting. But as far as stuff that I did like, there was one dream sequence that he had in the beginning of the movie where he's getting bullied by a bunch of people and then he like eats spinach and you have the Popeye theme song going and then all of a sudden he knows how to fight and has very much as like a Three Stooges vibe to the fight as well. I thought that was a good balance and it was it was nice to see Jackie Chan able to fight early on in this movie and then doesn't happen again till much much later so that dream sequence I like that there was a moment where the teacher's daughter plays a little joke on him in the in the restaurant where she she sees that he pickpockets these two guys and then she ends up going over and pickpocketing him she knows that he's got a crush on her or whatever um i like that moment there's a moment where they're going and she's on horseback and he's kind of like sweet talking her better than the guy that's also on horseback while jackie's just walking and i like the fact that he's kind of got my style as far as like when i like somebody i tend to try and make them laugh i tend to try and be funny and i compliment them a lot so he's like the the game of jackie chan in this movie is my game that's that's how i've gotten girlfriends is making them laugh and complimenting them usually girls aren't as into the compliments as they are somebody that can make them laugh so anyway uh so i like that i like that we have similar game and then the last battle almost has like this avengers moment where everybody shows up everybody that's kind of been affected by the fact that jackie stole this guy's identity that have beefs with him directly or indirectly right <clears throat> so it's kind of like this avengers moment except we don't know any of the backstories for all of the other people that are showing up right so it's it's everything compacted into the one moment but in that last fight is pretty great is the last battle is really great there's even a moment where he uses like these wigs as nunchucks i love that and even like i said reading instructions while he's fighting so the the last battle was really good it was a pain to get there i didn't really enjoy the journey to that despite i enjoyed the premise i enjoyed the idea of like learning from reading and passing on valuable information through written means but the execution of all that the comedy is not that great it sucks seeing jackie chan not fighting well so it's like the comedy wasn't great and it was like really leaning heavy in the comedy at the beginning and because that didn't work nothing else really worked so very unbalanced movie that i really like the end more than any of the other stuff leading up to it a couple moments here and there but too little too late so fight scenes a few few were few and far between 
way more slapstick comedy, like I said. Aside from the dream sequence that happens early on, uh, we really don't get a lot of good fighting for most of this movie from Jackie. Um, but there are some fun fights, but nothing really amazing. And fights with characters that I wasn't there to see. I'm watching a Jackie Chan movie to see Jackie Chan fight. And most of this movie was watching people that I don't even know who they are fight. Um, so. And the way, one thing I did notice that was kind of interesting, and I don't know if it was just is it a trend in kung fu movies. It's how they were edited. But the way fight scenes were edited, the place where they choose to make the cuts was very interesting. It was like just after an action moment. Like there would be a moment where Jackie goes to punch somebody. And instead of landing the punch, the guy dodges it and he punches like a uh, like a cinder block pillar or whatever. And the cut happens right after impact. And it's clear. And that happens all the time like just after the impact of a punch it will made be made to look like a single cut but there's always the splice so it's like when they were filming i guess it just seemed i guess it just seemed like a good place to cut like maybe the jump in the imperfections in that that cut that jump you, the, you can hide it because that's where the impact of that punch or kick would be in order to make it look like one fluid thing but it i don't know it just it was very noticeable and something i haven't noticed in other movies so maybe maybe that was a common editing practice uh for early kung fu movies and i'm just ignorant but it was something that i noticed uh the final battle was great once Jackie finally could fight, that was the best part. Uh, but it just took way too long to get to that point, right? A bunch of interesting characters, but we never get to know any of them, really. Uh, but I am glad I watched it. You know, the comedy was a big swing. He definitely was going for big swings. So I respect big swings. Uh, but, you know. And I do like that he finally kind of makes it work in future films. Like, it's it's nice to see like that this was his passion of being able to blend comedy and kung fu and trying to tell stories in that with that voice and just because it doesn't work completely for this movie there are elements where it works and it's cool to see how that started compared to where he is now where it's it's he definitely knows figured it out he definitely figured out the algorithm although more recently he's definitely doing more dramatic stuff um it's not as much comedy but i do like seeing the rough early days for his stuff so i'm looking forward to seeing more of these early jackie chan movies that are available on criterion as well as the early michelle yo films uh that are also available over there right now uh and just digging into those for the next few weeks few months um so yeah so i enjoyed this thank you for tuning into this episode of the ray taylor show i do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on half a loaf of kung fu don't forget to tune in every monday wednesday and friday for more movie and tv show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder where all of these episodes are available in video format 
hit subscribe, ring that little bell, that notification bell. And until next time, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.